This is the Mobile App Minute, a weekly look at how to market your mobile app in a noisy world. Here are your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Peggy Ann Souls. Welcome back to another Mobile App Minute push. Hmm, big industry. Mobile apps are everywhere and we use them for absolutely everything that we do. We're witnessing an avalanche in the number of mobile apps triggered by unprecedented growth in smartphone adoption and usage globally. And the rapid uptake of tablets, devices, these devices are actually outselling and outpegging the PC shipments by the end of this year. It's huge market. We know that. Now, a company, Portio Research, for example, estimates that the number of annual app downloads will top 200 Billion, Peggy, B, billion with a B in 2017, up from 82 billion in 2013. And Gartner thinks that it's even bigger. They say it's going to be 269 billion apps by 2017 and up from 102 billion this year in 2013. But a download is not a relationship and developers, businesses, and brands have to use their apps to create and continue a real relationship, don't they, Peggy? That's that's it. That is really it. It's not the you know, the download is not a KPI. We really understand that. There's tons of reports that say we delete them, you know, hours after we use them or we just ignore them altogether. So it really has to be about how do you get a user and how do you keep a user since it's always easier to retain than acquire, right? So all of this goes back to the whole idea of carrying on a conversation with the user and this is what I've also covered incidentally in a recent report I just finished on behalf of Gigome Research where I'm also a mobile analyst there at that firm and it's all about building brand engagement through in-app communication and that's going to be huge by the way Rob it's going to be not only just huge as a market it's going to be essential for developers yeah so you this report that you just completed what 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 are the big things that you recommend that have come out of this report it's much broader than we have a time for in this conversation but we're going to start here Okay, first off, in case nobody knows it, we're just going to try and do a little bit of a primer in push notifications because you and I know about it. You've had lots of people on your other shows talking about it, but I think it's important to understand as a tactic and not just as a company to watch or a trend to watch. So the whole idea is that if we're talking about communicating with the user, we have to use push. Now, why push? And there are others. I'll get to those in other shows, but we have to start thinking about the merits of push notification. Number one is they are permission based, which means that people sign up to receive them. You know, that means they have an expectancy, there's an expectation that they're going to have a communication, a conversation with you, and that can't be spam. They've opted in for that. They can opt out later and you have to let them opt out later, but it's that relationship building. So it's very important to do that and you can also personalize your push and you should. In fact, I would say that's imperative because, you know, having just I want notifications, well, about what? news that's pretty broad and there are ways to allow the user to personalize the push to say you know I want breaking news or I just want news about uh, tech or I want gossip if, for that matter you know whatever it is um, another reason to look at push notifications is the numbers the analytics there are loads of analytics you can get here it's not like SMS text messaging where it was yes it was delivered yes or no Great. No, this is about it was delivered, it was opened, it was interacted with. And depending on how you tag this in your app, you can go all the way through to conversion. You can actually close that loop. And another one I think it's really important that you think about push notification. Yes, we've been talking about communication, Rob, right? But it's also important as an instrument of A and B testing. So A-B testing, if you want to find out what flies, what fails, you can use push notifications to do that because there's a message being delivered from the server to the device 
You change it on the server, shows up differently on the device. And another really important point is it's not just what flies or what fails, but you can also retarget. So if it's, you know, and get deeper in. I mean, the whole idea is about making money here or at least deepening a conversation to eventually make money. And you can say, okay, this worked. I'll do more of that. This didn't work. I'll do less of it. And you can test, you know, in real time depending on the vendor you choose. And I think that's key. I think the lesson that we're learning here is that push is not just a one-way direction. It is mm -hmm. actually a communication tool, but it's not as simple as we once thought it was. It's, it's, it's not simple, but I think the good news is that there are tools out there that make this very interactive and get a lot of numbers because, you know, push is one part of it, but if you put that into a holistic campaign, you can have it. You can integrate it with all of your other communications. I mean, some people even like email. Let, let's, you know, if we came out of our closet, Rob, we would say we read our email, right? Um, so there's, you know, there's email, there's text, there's picture messaging, there's push. And my point is, use them all, integrate them all, you know, as it fits to your app. It's not simple, but the results are worth it. Don't forget to come back next week for our next episode.